The views and content expressed on the following program are provided solely for informational and entertainment purposes. They do not constitute legal advice. A podcast is not a substitute for retaining a competent, licensed attorney to advise you on your specific legal situation. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to the Break the Business Podcast. I'm Ryan Carella, and it is a pleasure to have you here this week. Our guest this week, one of our favorites, a Canada-based singer-songwriter whose songs are regularly played on the SiriusXM Coffeehouse channel, one of my favorite stations, and who has received endorsements from Takamine Guitars, Rode Microphones, and Ford. She is currently on a house concert tour along the east coast of the U.S. to raise money for the Ronald McDonald House, and you can find out more about her tour dates by visiting www.thelovelyindie.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're happy to welcome back Jessica Alossary to the Break the Business podcast. Hi, Jessica. What an introduction. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> I'm excited to talk to you. It has been entirely and unequivocally and criminally too long since we've had you on this show. You were last on two years ago by my count. How are things? What have you been up to lately? Catch me up. A lot has happened in two years, but basically the first time we chatted, I was on my first cross-country, cross-USA house concert tour Last year, I did another one, and now I'm on my third house concert tour across the States. And uh, this year, I was sponsored by Ford, which has been incredible. Um, lots of new songs, right? continually writing new songs. Haven't had uh, anything new on Sirius yet, but they are still playing my uh, three songs that were on there. And, um, you know, doing the grind, as always. Well, and you've been great at the aforementioned grind, uh, doing awesome stuff on the house concerts, getting cool endorsements, uh, you know, doing the custom songs, things. A lot of things that I love about what you're doing really, really impressed me, up to and including the fact that I just really, really dig your music. And, uh, oh, oh, this other thing. Last time we had you on the show, Jessica, my dear friend and uh, former co-host Dave gave you the most amazing nickname in the world, the Raptor. Please tell me that in the last two years you've been able to make this name catch on in some way. I think it went one in one ear, out the other. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> shocking. We're going to have to bring the Alasaraptor movement back because it's just too incredible in so many ways. And much of what you're... Isn't the Raptors like some sort of sports team? Like, isn't it basketball or something? It is. They, they, they yeah. very much won an NBA championship on, on, under the skilled play of Kawhi Leonard. Uh, all the more reason that for you as an artist, you kind of want to attach yourself to that name. I'm just not a sports. I'm sorry. I'm just not a sports gal. I can't, can't do it. Well, it doesn't need to be about the basketball team because what you've been doing in your music career has been dinosauric in its own way. Uh, the last time we did have you on the show, we did talk to you a lot about these the house concerts that you were doing, uh, and you've been doing a lot more since then, it sounds like. And uh, you're on a house concert tour right now. You're all, along the East Coast. The tour is called the Henry Tour in support of the Ronald McDonald House. Great, great, amazing cause. We're big on uh, supporting this cause over here on this podcast and causes like it. Can you tell us the incredible story of how this tour came to be? Because it touched my heart, and I know it's going to do the same for our listeners. Yes. So um, after my tour, my second tour last year, it was a five month long tour and I was finishing up in October 
And uh, I was thinking, you know, I already have to start planning a new tour for next year. And I'm so tired. I just want to kind of have a break. And I thought, but let me give it a few months and see what happens. And then it's kind of very sudden. Uh, my nephew was diagnosed and passed away from a very rare childhood brain cancer. His name is Henry. He was nine years old when it happened. And basically we found out and not like, not four days later, he was already gone. And there was a whirlwind. I mean, he was taken in an ambulance to a nearby larger hospital in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Then he was flown by helicopter to Toronto Sick Kids. And that is ultimately where he passed away. And my sister and her husband, after the, the whirlwind of four days of decision making and this horrible tragedy that our family has gone through. Um, the Ronald McDonald House step, stepped up and they got a room for them and they said you can stay as long as you need to to mourn and to gather your things and just figure everything out in private. And so they stayed at the Ronald McDonald House in Toronto for a week and uh, arranged funeral uh, funeral services and and, um, and just kind of absorbed everything that was happening and I remember talking to her while she was there and, and my dad and I went to go and visit her in the Ronald McDonald house and she said it's so touching that the volunteers and everybody who's at the Ronald McDonald house how kind and gentle they are with us and it's like they don't they don't know your story but they're there to support you and help you and and um like my sister and her, her husband, Mike, they, they could do their laundry. They could shower in their own rooms. They had their own like private bedroom. And what was even crazy was they looked outside their window in the Ronald McDonald house and they saw that they were on Henry street. Wow. I'm not even joking. Like how crazy is that? Um, anyway, they, they just were so taken care of and, that really touched me as well. And I thought when it all happened in at end of February, I was like, there's no way I'm going to tour this year. I'm just, I can't pull myself together. And the months went on and we, we held the memorial services for Henry and summer came. It was about May, May, June. And I thought oh, I, I was starting to get a little bit antsy because I didn't want to just stay at home and, you know, do nothing. And I thought, what if I could do a shorter tour, two months, and raise money for the Ronald McDonald House and really make this a tour to honor Henry and share his story. And then I just started planning and I started planning as quickly as I could. And I put it together in about two weeks, which is a really short kind of record time. But I thought I really need to plan this soon because before you know it, summer's going to be over. And I left in mid-September, and it's a two-month little tour, and I'm about halfway finished at this point. I can't believe you set up all those house concert tour dates in such a short period of time. Put this whole yes. tour together, yes. and all while dealing with what you, you, know, you and your family are dealing with this incredibly uh, powerful loss. I mean, that's, that's incredible. I mean, I guess you must have been in some way just driven and propelled by just the power of that whole experience and wanting to really do something incredible for this very worthy cause to honor the memory of, of Henry. 
Yeah, I think, and I think that people also, because of course I have my blog and I share most things that are going on in my life, especially such big news like this. So uh, most of, a lot of my fans did read my blog posts and catch my social media and they saw what, was, what had happened. And I think a lot of people just really want to help. Like they just want to help and they don't know how. And so I wanted to give, you know, ha set up an outlet for people to help. And, um, and I got a, a, a wonderful response and it wasn't quite as many shows as I had wanted, but the thing is, I, I'm still picking up shows now. So I think in the beginning I had set up like eight shows. I think by the end I will have picked up four additional shows, which is not a whole lot for a tour. But again, it's only two months. And I also, to be honest, I didn't want to do anything too crazy. Like I wanted to stay on the East Coast. I didn't want to drive all the way to California because it was just, I just didn't, I wanted to kind of go easy on myself and kind of be gentle with the timing. And and so I would say getting like 12, 12 shows, 12, 13 shows in two months on the East Coast, that's pretty good. And I'm happy and really proud about that and happy. And, and so far, this shows just the support has, it's just blown me away. Like I'm almost in tears every night when I just think about how kind people are to my cause and how they relate and they've, you know, they have family members who have gone through similar things. And I think people just want to help. And, and I, and so um, I feel honored that I can share his story in this way and find a way to kind of make a good cause out of it. Well, and I know you've set up this project in a way to allow people to support this cause, even if they can't directly make it to one of the house concerts on the East Coast, right? Don't you have some things set up on your website? I do, I do. And that was actually because one of my hosts had asked me, he, he knew that of people that weren't going to be able to make his concert who are still asking where they could support the cause. And so he asked me if I could set up a link, and I did. And again, the, the online support has been also just amazing. I, I really never expected it. But um, the kindness and generosity that people are showing to help me reach my goal has been amazing. I have a pretty high goal, actually, and I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to reach it on this tour, but my goal is to raise $10,000 for the Ronald McDonald House. So I think right now I'm a, I'm kind of in the three three to 4000 range, and I still have about four shows left. So we will see what happens. Well, let's do this, listeners. Let's make this happen uh, Y'all can show your support by going to thelovelyindie.com. That's Jessica's website. You can find out more about this incredible cause. And speaking of the support that you're getting for this project from all kinds of really amazing sources, I want to hear more about how Ford is uh, supporting you in your efforts because I was flabbergasted when I saw this email uh, that you sent out to your fans about this. This this must have blown you away when Ford did what they did. It really did. And so last, what happened was last year on my tour, I, I was trying to get some sponsors on board, but it was kind of, it was a whirlwind and I was getting ready for my show, my, my tour, and I didn't have much time left. And I finally got a hold of a, of a contact at Ford and they said, um, and so they said, we, we want to help, but right now it's too soon. Like you're about to leave and we can't pull this off. But they said, but 
stay in touch and let's see if we can do something for the next tour. And so I did, I stayed in touch with one contact. And this year I told them, kind of gave them the whole story and, and told them about the fundraiser and they, and he was just really lobbying for me and lobbying um, to the, to his coworkers and, and helping, helping to move this forward. And uh, the fact that it was a fundraiser even made it that much, I wouldn't say it's simple because it was, it was still difficult to kind of get the attention and to, um, to make it all happen. But he, he brought everything to light and reached the right people at the company who gave the okays. And then like three days before the tour, he, he emailed me and he said, we're good. We got you a car. We got you a <laughs> car. So I was, and it was like, I was just like blown away. And um, so the day that I left for my tour, my parents and I drove across the border to uh, Dearborn, Detroit, to Ford headquarters with my camper. And then we did the switch. So they gave me the brand new 2020 Ford Escape that actually at the time wasn't even on the market yet, which is insane. <laughs> wow. And my parents went back home and then I started, uh, I went towards uh, my first show, which was Cleveland, Ohio. Man, that is so, so incredible. And listeners, what I what I believe Jessica's story shows us is the power that your art as indie artists can have to be a force for good. And when you put good out into the world, good things can happen for, for you and for the causes that you're supporting. And, you know, I, I hope we can see more examples like what you're doing, Jessica, out in the music industry, because the examples I have seen have been really, really motivating for me, have made me feel amazing uh, as just somebody who cares a lot about the indie music industry. And I want to see more stuff like it. So, uh, Congratulations for everything you're doing. Uh, it's definitely putting a smile on my face. Uh, there's no way to make a transition from this incredible story. And so I'm, I'll, I'll just get right into it. Because I, I do also want to talk to you about another thing that I think you do really, really well, which are custom songs. Uh, you, you do a lot of really cool stuff in the custom song space where you'll do commissions for fans to sort of help them express feelings that you know, they can't express their music the way you can, and you make these amazing songs. And a lot of these custom songs have worked out really well for you. In fact, one of your biggest hits and, and one of my favorite songs, not just favorite Jessica Lossary songs, but favorite songs, period, I'll Let You Go, started out as a custom song that you did. So I'd love for you to talk about your experience with that and maybe give some advice for artists who uh, might want to do something like this, uh, help them guide them on the right path. Well, yeah, I started, uh, I, I think it was like four, no, three years ago, I think, 2016, uh, 2015 in the winter. So um, that's when I started, you know, I just sent out an email blast and I made a web page about writing custom commission songs. And, and I started with a, a very low price because I really didn't think, I didn't know if anybody would actually want me to write a custom song. So I think the first five songs I, I got, I charged a hundred dollars and that includes I'll let you go. Um, and that was just because I really had no idea how to navigate these waters of writing custom songs, but so many good things have come from these custom songs and the stories that I get to hear. And then the reveal and like the, the feedback that I get from the gift receiver, you know, the receiver of the custom song, it's really comes for a full circle. And I, 
and it's a feel good thing for me to do, but it's also, you know, it still allows me to help. It helps me to make a living. So I recommend it to any new or any, any artist out there who can write songs. It's like that. It's such a powerful gift that you can offer to your fans. And um, it's, it becomes a really special thing because you write about things where you wouldn't necessarily think of as well. So there's lots of great ideas and experiences that you're kind of bringing through in the form of a song for someone else. And so when you're making these songs, you, you're keeping the intellectual property rights on your side, right? You're creating the song, but, yeah. uh, you know, for this person that they can you know, show to their loved yeah. ones, but you're keeping the song from a copyright standpoint. I do. Yes. I have them sign an agreement before they purchase it. Um, it's a composer's agreement, basically, but um, it just allows me to keep the, the rights to all the songs, to all the song, yeah, for the person who buys it. So, um, yeah, I definitely cover myself with that. Good call. Um, I wanna, I'm want i curious about the songwriting experience for you. Do you find it's easier to write a custom song where somebody brings you the prompt, or is it easier to write you know, something that's truly original that you, you know, had the original idea for from the beginning it is all over the place there's not one there's not one answer to that because for example yesterday i was at a lake house by myself somewhere in georgia and uh it was one of my house concert hosts from last year and then they said we have a lake house and we see that you're coming through you can stay there if you want and so i did and I wrote this song called Alone at the Lake House. And I, I wrote it in 20 minutes yesterday morning. I was all by myself. The sun was coming up. But then I'm also right now working on a custom song for a fan. And I've been working on it for about a month. And I'm stuck. And I'm stuck. And I'm stuck. And I can't seem to write it. But then some custom songs, you know, it's right away. So honestly, it's like, I don't know. I don't know the answer to your question. It's sometimes you just hit like this creative inspirational flow and you can just get in the zone. And sometimes it takes a little bit more work. That's incredible. So, um, and it, it, it does sort of reflect what I often hear from artists in terms of their experience in, with songwriting, where sometimes, you know, that song comes out in 20 minutes and sometimes it takes a lot longer and, and every song is its own journey. And that's uh, pretty yeah. cool. So speaking of Jessica Lossary songs, listeners, we got one coming up right here on the podcast. Uh, Jessica has so kindly allowed us to play her song happy place here on this episode. Before we play Jessica, um, speaking of, since we're in this conversational thread of what inspires songs, uh, how did this song come into the world? Yeah, I, I wanted to talk about this because it, it's it's important to bring it up. It really ties in with my uh, tour right now. But basically, this was a custom song for uh, from a husband to a wife on their anniversary. And um, basically, he, he was emailing back and forth and telling me the story. And his wife had lost her brother unexpectedly um and but they have this they have this family beach house and they call it their happy place and oftentimes they will go with the kids and they go to their happy place and they'll collect sea glass with their kids and that's what she used to do with her brother when she grew up because the, the house was kind of passed down over generations and so I wrote the song Happy Place about just that. It was their happy place. And it's 
a home on a beach and the sun is shining and music is playing and there's not a care in the world. And then two weeks later, Henry died. And I was so, it was such a, it was such a surprise to us as a family, but we quickly realized that that song Happy Place that I had written for this couple also fit in with Henry so, it was almost like eerily well because it's been reminding our family that Henry is in his happy place now. And it's like a really nice reminder and it puts us at ease because if you listen to it, it's all about ah, being near the water and being by the beach and the sea was Henry's favorite place. And um, so when we play it back, it's, it's all about, and, and the last, one of the last lines was, um, let your spirit play with your newfound grace in your happy place. That was, I think, one of the last lines of the song that I wrote. And if you think about it in the sense of, well, that's Henry now up in the sky, you know, in his happy place. So um, that's, that's what happy place, it, it wasn't originally intended to be about Henry, but it's really connected me to this song and my family so, so deeply. Gosh, how many times are you going to make us cry this week, Jessica Lossary? <laughs> Man. It's my specialty, what can I say? You know, we're, we're, a, we're the fun podcast. We like to goof around, call people the Elociraptor. And just, <laughs> but this is, this is incredible stuff. I can't wait to play this song for everybody. This is Happy Place by our guest, Jessica Lossary, here on the Break the Business podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. This year's been hard As hard as it gets But you held up your head When you should have taken rest So now's your time Shed that heavy load Put it all behind let it all go I'll take you to your happy place Down at the beach is where you can stay As the sun shines and the music plays In your happy place Just you and your happy Shines and the music plays 
That was Happy Place by our guest, Jessica Alossary, here on the Break the Business podcast. Support everything that she's doing. It's all awesome. Take part in the Henry Tour, whether you can check out the shows or just support the Ronald McDonald House. Find out all about it at thelovelyindie.com. Jessica, thank you so much for letting us play that song this week. Thank you, Ryan. It was so, I hope it wasn't too too sappy or heartbreaking, but oh, gosh. Um, it's an important story to me, and I'm really happy to be able to share it with everybody. Oh, uh, it has been so incredible catching up with you. We cannot let two years go by before our conversations again, Jessica. Um, Before we let you go this week, do you have any last tips for the indie artist listeners out there to help them move their careers forward? Um, I do, and I've thought about this just a little bit, but I I would say, and I hope that I didn't repeat myself from last year, but I would say to any new indie artists that are trying to get their career up off the ground, it would be just take the first step and take a leap of faith, close your eyes and do it. Because even this year, you know, before I started planning this tour, it was very quiet, you know, I could almost hear crickets and I was thinking maybe... Maybe I don't have enough interest to do a tour this year. I don't know, but I did it anyway. I just planned it anyway. And then people came out of the woodwork and they said, yes, I want to host. Yes, I want to host. And now I'm on this tour and more people are, I'm adding shows as I go. And so I think you just have to take a leap of faith and 
go all in and try just make something happen because if you if you're constantly waiting and waiting to to kind of make your first move you're always going to be waiting so go for it I love it. That that definitely embodies everything that we try to preach here at the Break the Business Podcast. Jessica, so great chatting with you. Uh, thank you for being on this week. Thank you for having me, Ryan. I really, oh, thank you so much. It's so great to catch up this way. You bet. Thank you all for listening to the Break the Business Podcast. Mm-hmm.